he stated that this, and I'm happy he did because Ryan Pace was trying to use making the playoffs low key as a success because he kept bringing it up. All right. We made it to the playoffs. But Michael, McC- I mean, George McCaskey made a point to say they just added the seventh seed. So this season really is a failure, basically. My question would have been so basically, you're saying they had the same failure that they had last year. So why did, should they be brought back this season if they had the exact same failures last year? Because mm-hmm. the playoffs doesn't count since they just added the seventh seed. Uh, well, they lost six games in a row and came out of it. Yeah. I heard it. that I heard that way too much. I mean, right. it, it got to a point where it felt like McCaskey and Phillips were treating the six-game losing streak like a good thing, like a, a reason <laughs> that it showed the tremendous leadership of, of their, their coach and GM. Maybe don't lose six games in a row in the first place. Like, that, it took far too long for that to be acknowledged. That was another – Yet another bad moment for the Chicago Bears was fans hearing, we all heard it, that we lost six games in a row and we were the only the third team in NFL history to make the playoffs after that. And look at how our culture stayed together. The building stayed intact. We didn't break you. We didn't splinter. We were able to win some games around some really bad teams and then, and then make the playoffs. I mean, that, that was – you, you should never reward losing no matter that there's no, but like, it, it's like, you know, being like, Oh, I'm not sexist, but I, <laughs> like we lost six games, but and it's just like, or, you know, I'm not racist, but I have a black friend. Well, <laughs> like there's no, but right. there's no, but there's literally no, but. That David show here with JJ Stankovich. Uh, JJ, let me ask you this: uh, Why, why did Chuck Pagano step away? Well, I, mean, I know they they made it seem like he wants to go be with his family. Uh, is it because he, that's the initial reason, or did he see the writing on the wall that they weren't going anywhere, and why should he expend any more of his energy and just ride off into the sunset? Or did was were, were there views of maybe bringing somebody in for that position? I think change had to happen on the defense. Uh, this maybe was a natural move. Um, I'm glad the Bears, by the way gave Chuck the opportunity to retire if that's Mm -hmm. how this went down, because Chuck does not deserve to be fired. Um, Look, the Bears defense needed change, right? But Chuck Pagano, as a, just a football person in general, he deserved to go out on his own terms. Even if it maybe was like a nudge, nudge, you know, still to be able to say I retired. Chuck earned that over his, over the course of his football life. Maybe he'll be back. I don't know, but he earned that, that, ability to do that. But I think the bears need to bring someone else in a different voice. Um, because what the, the bears defense is making too much money. The players are making too much money to not have sacks and turnovers. Like the, the two things that the, the bears had in 2018, certainly a, just a magical year. You're never going to replicate that. You, you can't try to replicate that. But you also can't slide into the bottom half of the league in the, you know, or near the bottom half of the league in those categories when you're paying Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn and Eddie Jackson and Kyle Fuller and Akeem Hicks and Danny Trevathan. You can't do that. You have to maintain some level of, I guess, like splash plays would be the best word for it. And the Bears defense was very sound in a lot of things that they did this year. They were well coached for what they were doing. But they weren't well coached for what they really needed to do. And I think that's why a change was made. 
Now, on the defensive side, with as much money as on there, can you see them making any moves and, and, and freeing up some cash by moving one or two players from the defensive side, and particularly someone like Eddie Jackson? And I wouldn't uh, deny – go ahead. No, no chance on Eddie Jackson. Uh, okay. His contract the, – the contract he signed last year, um, that is not movable. That, that, you know, if you were to restructure that and kick more money down the road, I don't think you'd do that after Eddie Jackson had zero interceptions in the season. Um, I mean, the, the easy cut here is Buster Screen. Um, he was probably going down that road. His contract is always designed really as a two-year contract, even though it was a three-year contract. You can save a little bit of cap space there, but the two guys I'm keeping my eye on, Ken, are Akeem Hicks and Kyle Fuller, because the Bears the Bears have decisions they can make on both of those guys, whether it's extending them or trading them, because trading them will free up a lot of cap space. And if Ryan Pace is going to have a bold offseason that shows he is changing as a general manager, Trading away two high-paid, very good defensive players to go address your offense would be a way that he can do that. And I know it's gonna it, it will make your team worse by not having Kyle Fuller and especially Akeem Hicks, especially who's the Hicks. heart and soul of that defense. That dude, I am I am so impressed by everything Akeem Hicks does. He plays like eighty-five percent of the snaps every single game. He is a motor that does not turn off. And it would be a body blow to the Bears' defense to lose him. You also have one of the five worst offenses in the NFL, and you don't have a lot of money to fix it. And off in, and as we've seen, offense wins in the NFL, not necessarily defense. Unless the only way you you have a, if your defense wins in the NFL, the only way you do is if you have the best defense in the NFL. Right. Which is how the Bears won in 2018. It's how the LA Rams are winning right now. And it's really hard to try to have the best defense in the NFL. You can plan all you want. Defense can be kind of random year to year. So I think if Ryan Pace really takes a swing at this thing, like really, really does, Akeem Hicks and Kyle Fuller might be on this, might not be on this team next year. Ooh. I don't believe, I don't believe he's gonna do that. Okay. Ultimately, because Pace, that does not track with how Ryan Pace has built rosters. But I think if a new GM walked into the building yeah. today, that would be something he would consider. And look, the, the, there would be some sticker shock for what they would get back for Akeem Hicks. Um, we had Pro Football Focus's Brad Spielberger on the Under Center podcast that's coming out on Monday. And I asked him what would be the return for those guys. I, just just take a guess. Take a guess. I, I'm interested what your guess would be for Akeem Hicks and Kyle Ford's draft pick compensation. Um, I think Akeem Hicks would probably – I would want him them to get a second or third, but I think they would get a fourth because of his age. Mm -hmm. And with, with Kyle Fuller, um, I think Kyle Fuller, one, had the best defensive year of any player on that defensive side. You usually don't see guys his age try to separate the player from the ball in the fashion that he did. But one, I think he's kind of still looked at as a zone quarterback. Um, mm -hmm. And still he has a – that's a large contract, and he's going to want equal money if not more. So mm -hmm. you may be able to get, depending on if the team is thirsty, maybe a third, but you may fall into another fourth pick. I don't think you can get a second round pick for either one of those guys, but mm -hmm. Hicks age is a huge issue. Also his fit, depending on if you're running a regular four or three, yep. you really want to use him as like oh, five technique. Cause he, he's crazy strong. It's just, it's mm -hmm. bananas. Mm -hmm. You pull him off of that defense. They're not stopping anything up front. That's the thing why it's just so crazy, but that's how I feel. What did he say? 
This is why I like coming on with you, Ken, because you are incredibly smart. He said right. Akeem Hicks would get a fifth and Kyle Fuller would get a third. And the comp, the comp for Akeem is Calais Campbell, who was traded Ooh. to Baltimore from Jacksonville for a fifth round pick. That's a good one. He's not Calais Campbell. I love him, but he's not Calais Campbell. Harold did his club. And, and you know, there, there were different things with Calais Campbell going on, or he wanted out of Jacksonville. Jacksonville was very clearly rebuilding. Um, but th- that is a comp, and you know, teams around the league pay attention to that stuff. Right. So so listen, two more questions. I'm gonna let you get out of here. One question is personnel moves, and this involves who do you think will be the next DC? Will Matt Nagy will Matt Nagy take over play calling again and Allen Robinson's future? Uh next DC. I think James Ro- or Jay Rogers. Um, there's that report that came out Friday morning for me in Rappaport that uh, the Bears are, are considering him. But if they don't go that way, his contract expires and he's going to get interest to be a DC somewhere else with a lot of these new head coaches. So if you want to keep Jay Rogers in the building, I think you promote him to DC. I think that's the most likely path right now. Um, you could look outside your organization, but I, you might have a hard time finding someone who wants to step into a place that has a lack of stability for all the talent that is on that defense. You know, if you're looking for your next Brandon Staley, um, I don't know if you're going to find that person Mm -hmm. willing to come to Chicago. So I'll I'll say Jay Rogers, if it's not him, I think someone like George Edwards, who uh, former Vikings DC, a guy that bears interviewed in 2018, maybe just to go to the Rooney rule. Uh, The only black coach they interviewed, and it was him and Vic who were the defensive assistants. And let's be honest, if they were getting the defensive assistant, they were going to hire Vic. Um, sure. Anyways, sure. but they still interviewed him, and that that can provide some valuable insight. Uh, he's currently a senior analyst with the Dallas Cowboys. That could be an option. And then if you're looking for someone who's outside of the coaching ranks right now, uh, James Betcher, who is the Cardinals and Giants D.C. for five years last decade. All right, so the second one, Matt Nagy. I think he, I think he takes it back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my gut that he, he spends the whole off season reworking his offense and he takes it back. Um, and then Allen Robinson, they tag him and they trade him. Wow. I just, and I went real long on this, on the A-Rob thing on NBC sports, your, your viewers can look at, look at it right now. 